Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody, Wendy Sellers here at the HR Lady. Welcome back to our series on getting real in 2024. JC and I are here to discuss the reality of today's workforce and to get some advice from none other than me and JC as well. How you doing, JC? I'm hanging in there. It's, it's well, 2024, you know, Wendy. I'm, I'm a little scared. Like everything yeah. that we've talked about over the past couple episodes, you know, I went into this series this week here, very positive, and it's just gone downhill. Ever. I'm getting scared, Wendy. <laughs> Make me feel better, please. As a, if you were a business owner, you should be scared. And, you know, honestly, if for all business owners or, or directors, management, uh, the last few years have been incredibly scary uh, to us personally, stress level. I know even, you know, we joked in the last session about, you know, me working for a company and I'm like, oh, I'd get fired and I would because I'm rather mouthy. But, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I and I would recommend it uh, to, you know, making sure you hold me accountable. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, it has been an incredibly scary time. And, you know, this year I, I personally am focused on my own uh, mental health and stress level because the past few years has been so scary. It's not unfortunately going to change drastically. We have a different type of scary now, you know. And in our episode four coming up next, we're going to talk a little bit about other scary things, which is politics in the workplace, because it is a political year. So we'll hold that for a minute. I want to jump back, though, in our last episode, you asked me about, do we train people for the knowledge, skills and abilities? that? Oh, yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that popular mantra, Wendy, hire for attitude, train for skill. It's been a huge mantra in the world of recruitment for a long, long time. Is it real? You know, it depends. It depends on the uh, role. It depends on the company because um, most of us, and I just say us as in businesses in general, most businesses in the United States are looking for skills that are new. They're newer skills, whether technology skills, you know, whatever it might be. And if there are new skills that nobody has or nobody's like a 10-year expert on it because it's only a skill that's been around two or three years, then, you know, you have to have a training plan in place. That's when it's really important to hire for attitude, train for skill. I say no matter what your role is, uh, you, you should hire for attitude and or train for skill or hire for attitude and skill, you know, so it does depend on the role. Go ahead. And to throw the context on that for everybody out there, if you're not already aware, hire for attitude, train for skills. It was a quote that was originally attributed to Herb Kelleher, one of the legendary Southwest Airlines co-founders. And when Kelleher became chairman in 1978, he tasked the, quote, people department, now known as human resources, with hiring people that have a sense of humor. Hire for attitude, train for skill. So that's the root of where that one comes from for you, Wendy. And you do have to be care careful with that sense of humor because my sense of humor um, behind the scenes and my sense of humor in front of the scenes are way two different things, right? <laughs> and I'm sure they're different than somebody else's personality type, maybe somebody from a different generation, and then your company values. So you have to make sure that 
when you're hiring for attitude, no matter who they are, if they have the skills or not, that you're 100 percent crystal clear and transparent on what attitude, what behavior is expected and tolerated in your workplace. And that should start with the job, not Oh, you've been here for 60 days. By the God, by the way, we forgot to tell you this is the way we act in this place. Oh, I don't like that. I'm out of here. You just spent 10 grand getting me. Too bad, too sad because you weren't open and upfront. All right. I want to talk about JC, how a great company culture affects retention. And this all goes together, right? So what is a great company culture, first of all? And I, I like to say, hint, it does start with pay. Uh, because if you do not you could say some companies say, oh, we don't have the highest pay, but we have a great company culture. Well, that means to me that your company culture means it's OK to take care, uh, take advantage of people because you're going to be nice to them. Oh. We're gonna, not going to pay you so Good great. Point. But we're going to be really nice to you. No, no, that's not a good company culture. So good company culture does start with competitive pay and benefits, which, again, could mean two different things depending on what your employees want. You could have a company over here, company A, and their employees are like, we don't need benefits because we're all on Medicaid, Medicare, veterans, whatever it might be. But you could have another company over here that says, no, our employees are all mixed. And some need uh, benefits, some don't. And benefits meaning oh. insurance. Or you could have another company, Company C, that says uh, we have all men, so we're going to pay them more than anyone. Yeah, right. We're ah, not going to have on. that conversation oh. right now. Oh my goodness! I'm about to have a heart attack and jump through the screen. That was bad. Harkening nice. back to the humor. Going back to the yeah. humor. Right? Yeah, going back to the humor here. <laughs> you know, it's it is it is funny though. What 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 companies think is, is good company culture. And it it does, in my opinion, begin with pay and then benefits as well as everything else. Respect, no, you got a great point there. Because at the end of the day, if the employees can't take care of themselves, if they don't have a level of comfort, comfort to where they can just uh, feel out life on their own and, and at least pay for food, you know what I mean? They, they're going to be struggling in the workplace. They are. You're right. You're 100% right, Wendy. It is. It, it, uh, it's amazing to me when um, people just don't even do the basic job search. And by people, I mean companies who are recruiting, managers who are recruiting. They just don't do a basic Indeed or Google search of like, hey, what are other people paying for this? I mean, of course, you can use I use salary.com. You can use all these other other systems that you pay for, but there's so much stuff that's free that's out there. Just look at other companies' uh, pay scales that are out online. And side note here, many employees and many consultants like myself will not work with you or even talk to you if your job ad does not have pay listed in it some states require it now many oh, yeah. states are requiring it but again humans are requiring it these the h and hr the humans are requiring you to be transparent in your job ad in 2024, there's a growing emphasis on integrating diverse leadership styles in the workplace, embracing strong leadership traits such as em empathy, vulnerability, and active listening. Some people call these feminine leadership traits, but let's be honest. They're just strong. Everyone should have these. And all of this is going to wind up cultivating innovative and resilient organizational cultures within your four walls. Good things to strongly consider. Wendy, back to you. 
Yeah, 100 percent. You know, I, I read an article and I think you're reading the same one where uh, they referred to uh, feminine qualities, which are really just human qualities of trust and respect and transparency and empathy. They're human qualities, people, not feminine qualities. And if they were feminine qualities, why aren't women leading the world? OK, never mind. Next topic there. <laughs> And then competitive compensation, just kind of like what Wendy was talking about, with escalating inflation, elevating living costs beyond many employees' earnings, a significant shift is evident. Over half of employers intend to elevate starting salaries in 2024. That means if you're already working for the employer, you might wind up getting screwed. Concurrently, 46% of these employers aim to enhance compensation packages by introducing attractive benefits and including flexibilities in the workplace. Wendy, your thoughts on that? Yeah, before we close out this uh, this episode here, folks, if you are looking at your compensation, which, geez, you better be, um, you do need to make sure that your new hires and your current employees are in line with pay. I know we're paying more to get new employees, and I know some of you may think oh my current employees aren't going to talk about compensation well by law they are allowed to do that uh, many states mandate it but generally speaking uh you know the oh, all the employees are going to talk they're all going to talk they talk they're they talking. all talk even if yeah. you have a I swear you to secrecy clause in their yeah. handbook or or in their you know contract which They're you talking. shouldn't have because the national labor relations act does allow employees to talk about their compensation i don't care what your handbook says and they are talking so please 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 if you're realizing now which you probably should realize a couple of years ago that yes we have to pay more to attract people then you need to also put that same conversation is we need to pay more to retain people and that's a hard one it really is hard to say i need somebody today i'm not ready to give everybody raises well are you ready to continue uh the turnover of your current employees and lose, lose good talent because you're just not willing to give them a couple dollars more an hour or a couple thousand dollars more a year with that said thanks everybody for listening to episode three of our five-part series on getting real in 2024 we are here to discuss the today's workforce and the reality in our next episode four or five we're going to cover a scary topic politics in the workplace oh boy thanks for joining us thank you for joining the hr empowerment podcast brought to you by aurora training advantage we hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.